Hi, I'm Julia Adolph, and welcome to Loose Leaf Notebook, where we will explore the connection between creativity and mental health, nurturing artistry, emotional intelligence, and self-care. I'm a composer, and I will be sharing my own personal creative process and journey towards mental health, as well as inviting other artists and creative individuals to share their own inspiring stories with you. I've spent about a decade in therapy working on decoupling my anxious impulses from my creative impulses and trying to create clear boundaries between my creative life and choices that I make that are fueled by my anxiety. More recently, however, I've started working with a coach and her name is Sherry Jeffs and she's been asking me how my anxiety can actually help me in my creative process. First, I wanna be clear that before I went on medication and for the first several years of therapy, the anxiety in my mind was so noisy that this question from Sherry would have just been too difficult for me. When you have generalized anxiety disorder, it can be really hard to differentiate between threats uh, that are real and need to be taken seriously and you need to take action and worries that are being sort of blown up in your mind that can be actually set aside. I used to get kind of lost in the spiral since there was just so many different worries going on simultaneously. But now that they're calmer, I can notice, okay, I just suddenly had a thought that maybe this piece isn't gonna be good enough. Is there something that's actually about this moment in the piece that's bothering me and what can I do about it? So instead of spiraling into this sort of catastrophic thinking, which is often associated with generalized anxiety, um, you can actually focus on the actual music and the work in front of you and see what it's trying to say. So what I talk about with my coach, Sherry, is turning this inner critic, right? The voice that we all have that tells us we're not good enough, that our work isn't good enough, that it's never going to get better, um, turning that into a discerning critical eye, an editor essentially, that can look at something and say, okay, I can change this, I can shift this, and I can move it around, and that will make the piece more what I want it to sound like instead of abandoning ship, which is what I used to do when I was highly anxious. The possibility of failure was just too much to handle and it would take me away from my work and now what i'm trying to focus on when i feel those little pangs of anxiety is to really listen to them and think okay there's something about how this piece is going that that i don't like and that's information that i can use instead of sending me out of the room it can focus me in your editing eye is a very important voice in your creative process but it's also one that i'm making a point of not welcoming into the very beginning of my creative process. So this is to say that being highly critical and editing a lot when you're really just at the beginning of a piece and you're in the more exploratory brainstorming phase, it's really important to keep that voice out and just allow yourself to freely play and explore because the inner critic does not play. He's super judgmental or she, but I think he's a guy. Sherry has also encouraged me to make a distinction between when I'm worrying about something outside of the actual creative process and when I'm worrying about something within the creative process. I so often worry about my deadline, which I've mentioned a lot, 
um, or you know other people's perceptions whether it will fit certain standards um, and that is just never really helpful it's essentially outside of my control whereas my anxiety that comes up about the actual piece maybe whether it's up to my personal standards or whether it's moving the way that I want to and saying what I want to, those are within my control. Maybe not immediately. Maybe I have to sit with it and work on it and tease it apart, but it's ultimately my choice. And that is something where I can actually listen to the anxious impulses and see what they have to say. So I'm trying to befriend my anxiety. And that is kind of the point of this entire podcast is to understand that there are, of course, myths about mental health challenges. There are pros and cons, of course, and really it's about cultivating your own relationship to your mental health and understanding where it helps and where it harms your creative life and your life in general. For me, anxiety is rooted in uncertainty and lack of control. And these are incredibly core parts of the creative process. And they're actually some of the most fun parts of the creative process as well. So it's really important to understand for me how my anxiety weaves its way through my process. And I'm glad to know now that I'm starting to, yeah, to welcome it back in, in the sense that if I hear it, I don't run away, unless it's telling me, you know, really you need to just step away and um, just let the piece sit for a while and come back with fresh ears. Otherwise, I just take a moment, I sit with it, and instead of it grasping on to all of these other tangible thoughts, I really try to think about, okay, what, what's triggering it right now in this moment in my writing that's telling me that it's time to revise something? I hope this might prove helpful to someone, and of course, feel free to leave questions, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Loose Leaf Notebook. I'm Julia Adolph, and the music you are hearing is my orchestral work, Dark Sand Sifting Light, performed by the New York Philharmonic with Alan Gilbert conducting. If you'd like to hear some more of my music, you can visit my website at juliaadolph.com or my YouTube channel, which also has video versions of all of these podcasts. Thanks again.